what was the reason you got into speaking and what is your mission behind it okay yeah. speaking is about communicating if you can communicate to people and they understand you and they reason uh, or they take you, your reasons you, you can influence them then it's a step towards you being a leader mm-hmm. okay so uh, speaking uh, every leader must be a speaker i would say yes. a good speaker right okay so uh, one one way to be a, a great leader is through communication mm-hmm. uh, through communicating your stories your uh, life experiences mm-hmm. your, your challenges your lessons in life okay so many people have have lessons have experiences but they're all inside you know they have not shared them so they just become their own experiences they have not benefited anyone else right by speaking so speaking let let you uh, let you also speak out your uh, your your stories your experiences people learn from experiences mm. okay so that's that's um, uh, one uh, one thing the other thing uh, about speaking is you can influence people with your own thoughts okay and you can improve them through your own thoughts through your own learnings through your own experiences if your experience is not shared it be, it, it is only an experience yes. okay if your experience is shared somebody takes a nugget out of it just one mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and 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 goes and, and applies that okay mm-hmm. you have done a, a great job by uh, influencing someone by taking action okay if right. someone goes out there and takes an action because of your story or because of your speaking you've done your job right and that's that's the purpose of, uh, of speaking mm-hmm. but overall there is a, a a bigger purpose for me mm-hmm. and that is to um help people through uh, uh raising their um competence level raising right. their Uh, skills uh, raising their confidence in themselves mm. okay mm. all of that you can put it uh, through speaking and mm. if you put it with a dose of humor then it becomes even more uh, much more stronger enjoying both yeah. self and others yes yes letting others also uh-huh. Uh-huh. so yeah. it's because any one of the things happens from speaking coming out of the competency now is like as you grow as you get this you know uh, name and fame with the speaking Yeah it is did did, did it yeah. uh, raise your ego also yeah <laughs> let, let me just back up a little it is one of the competencies everywhere you go yes um, almost 100% uh, in any job right uh, even if you're doing sign language okay yeah. you are also communicating and that's right. a skill uh, okay so if you go in any any kind of job if you are a doctor you need to communicate to your uh, patients mm-hmm. um, if you are um, say um even a farmer huh? people are working with you you want to teach them how they farm yes. how they put seeds and all of that you stand in, out and, and and in a way they understand you mm. in any kind of business if you think in customer service and sales and all of that you need to be you need to have that communication skills in your pocket yes. and it's one way also for you to move up uh, yes. the ladder yes yes so you were saying that uh did that like um Uh, affect your ego uh, yeah, internally yeah, you're egoistic because of that uh, anyone knows abdullah bendi they would know no they would tell you that's not that's not the you're not uh, in your case maybe that, that's not that's not the 
the truth uh, about me. But yeah, but you are right. There are some people who are that way. They kind of uh, have that uh, um, thought about themselves, like you really need them, mm. okay? And that I am like the greatest or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes. You have not been or you did not come to be great without those people. <laughs> am I correct? So if you're a speaker, you speak to who? Mm. You speak to an audience, right? And those audience, if they like your speaking and they, if they benefit from your speaking, they will come uh, to, to listen to you again, right? Mm. So it's them who made you a speaker. You mm. did not come a speaker just on your own. As they say, no man is an island, okay? Yes. You cannot go there and stand in the street and speak to yourself or speak to in the air with, with, with no one. They will tell you you're something wrong with you, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're not speaking to an audience, they may, they may think of you as um, a lunatic or uh, crazy <laughs> or something like, true, true. like that, well right? Said. But yeah, no, not me, not me. I am, um, uh, that's one of the things, uh, uh, that's why I am trying also to help the youths, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am 50 plus, you know, but uh, I I see if I'm not helping those who are in in their early years, like um, the teens and all of that, Mm -hmm. uh, they are part uh, of the society that will will be the the leaders of of our tomorrow. So I think if you share your experience, if you help them grow, okay, you will make them better persons. You will make them better leaders in the future. Mm-hmm. So you're, uh, it's like um, a ripple effect, okay? Yes. They're young. They learn. They become le- uh, great leaders. They take uh, leadership positions uh, in, in companies in the country. They bring up uh, the, uh, the, the economy, the, uh, the value of, of yes. the country itself, okay? So that's why I devote some uh, time to, um, mm-hmm. to, grow, to grow youths also. Uh-huh. Yes. Why did you start from being a leadership trainer or the speaker? Mostly, I think uh, two decades have been spent on speaking, and from there you have come to uh, book writing. Uh, actually, I've been writing quite a long time, for quite a long time. Not for books. Sometimes mm. I write articles. Uh, so it is not new, actually. Okay, In fact, yeah. um, I started writing even. Um, while I was on my day job, because I was doing sometimes writing reports mm-hmm. uh, for management, so writing is not a new thing um, to me. Yeah. Uh, but when I when I left when I left uh, the company, uh, it was that time uh, when I put some kind of a of a vision for myself, and part of it was writing. Mm-hmm. So it took so much time to fulfill, <laughs> but it happened, you know, uh, at least uh, with my first solo solo book. Yeah. So it, it came, I think it came in a natural way. It's not like switching. Uh, it, it all comes together because yes. uh, you, you, have, you have experiences and you put all these experiences together. If you put it in a book, you can... Um, you can virtually um, pass the knowledge to uh, as many people as you could. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you come from speaking and uh, corporate world also, you have been working for a long time. So even uh, if pe- people are into like, speaking and executing difficult projects in their life, uh, one of the things I see is that they, they are fighting the fear. About speaking? While speaking or any project in their life. Oh, okay. Fighting the fear. You know, yeah. This is how they talk also, like... I'm fighting my fears and 
from your experience do you think this is healthy way of approach uh, not at all not at all um i recall uh, this book um, i think titled feel the fear and do it anyway mm-hmm. uh, i'm not sure who the author was uh, but if you if you are fearful of something the only thing to break that fear is to just go ahead and do it okay mm-hmm. because only experience will tell you if if you if your fear was real or not okay mm-hmm. so uh, if i if i go back to so many years ago when i started uh, public speaking actually it was out of fear uh, because i was trying to prepare uh, somebody was leaving and it was a farewell party and i was preparing like a week for maybe for three four minute speech mm-hmm. okay and i was so fearful you know and i prepare uh, rehearse and prepare and rehearse and even when it came and, and i stood there uh, and i wanted to say what i wrote mm-hmm. everything disappeared instead <laughs> of speaking for three four minutes i only spoke like a line or two maybe less than a minute and i had to like thank you very much okay so that that experience uh actually was a prompt or was a, was more of a push mm-hmm. uh, for me to uh, to go over this barrier and this is when i uh, joined the toastmasters i think it was back in 1995 okay, okay yes long time ago and once you start facing that fear and doing the thing that makes you fearful then 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 that that fear will no longer be there it will be there but not at the extent uh, when you really started Okay. Mm-hmm. So just face it. And that's the way and that's the way to do it. You don't need to fight. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to. Are you are you aiming for something uh, really big uh, related to your this areas like speaking or writing and is it anything sh- stopping you to do that? No. Go for it. Actually, I'm aiming at something um big, yeah. There is an association mm-hmm. called the National Speakers Association. It is based in the US. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be a member in that if you are in the speaking business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be a member of that um, uh, society. That society uh, accredits uh, professional speakers. It's uh, Toastmasters. There is uh, there is one uh, part that gives you some uh, accreditation, but uh, the clout of uh, uh, the National Speakers Association mm-hmm. is much much bigger. because it is in the business of creating professional speakers mm-hmm. so uh, to to get to that it's not easy you have to sp- do so many speaking paid speaking here and there and accumulate uh, a I good see. record of speaking and payments okay mm-hmm. before you go on and, uh, and apply okay mm-hmm. so that's that's been an aim for me in the past two or three years but it's taken it's taken a long time mm-hmm. so um, hopefully maybe in the next year or two Mm-hmm. Um, it happens so how did you come into humor because i saw you getting into humor a lot uh, this is uh, it's funny how i started in humor because it was pretty early in toastmasters when i tried to attempt ah, okay. um, uh, some humor so normally you give a, a seven minute speech okay so in my first attempt Uh, actually a 7 minute speech no one laughed at all <laughs> okay actually no um, let me take that back there was one who kept laughing okay. throughout throughout okay. the speech okay. but then i i found out later that he was reading jokes in his mobile <laughs> okay <laughs> so that much is said you know uh, i i took it upon upon myself 
to learn more about uh, humor. Uh, and you go through competitions in Toastmasters, you probably know that. Uh, and I could not land my first title before, uh, I think it was 2001. That was mm. six years after I joined Toastmasters. When I, uh, when I won the first um, golf level, in fact, it was also a Middle East level at that time. Okay, uh, it was it was a speech about credit cards, and it uh, and everybody remembers that speech now. Okay, mm-hmm. it was not. If I look at it now, it's not as good as the other two that I uh, where I won also um, um, the championships in humor speaking. Yeah. Okay, but for some people, that speech was like the. Uh, an essential speech that put me through that barrier mm-hmm. uh, of speaking uh, uh, humorously. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and from that uh, I, I I won three more, um, what we call district level in Toastmasters district level. Mm-hmm. That's uh, in Saudi Arabia now. It's at, at the Saudi Arabia level. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. before there was only one district in the Gulf area and Lebanon and Jordan. Oh, okay, so. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I, with my learning, uh, my uh, practicing, uh, put all together, that gained me uh, four uh, accolades in, in Toastmasters. This was accidentally, yeah. or no, no, I just it, took it as a challenge. No, it's not. It was not accidentally, mm. because um, yeah, that was a challenge that I keep uh, doing some humorous speeches, and I win. Mm-hmm. Over the district, mm-hmm. I, I, it was it was a challenge, mm-hmm. okay? Because uh, you have thousands of speakers yes. in the in the districts, and to come to be number one in humor is not an easy task. So uh, doing that four times <laughs> over um, since two thousand and one, last one I think was two thousand sixteen, mm-hmm. okay, is not is not an easy job. Yeah. So. Um, my learning is not was not only on the speaking side, but I've collected so many books uh, on humor, mm. how to create humor, yes. uh, how to write humor, mm. uh, how to present humor, mm. uh, and all of that. So it was more of a learning experience. Mm. It was a learning journey, in fact, to get mm. to a level where I write a book mm. on um, on speaking uh, with humor. The new age is more into entertainment. More they like entertainment. More than anything, and even if it doesn't add value or contribute to society, it's like entertainment is adding value, and they go crazy uh, about so yeah. many comedians. Yeah, comedians. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you look everywhere, whether in in the TV comedy sitcoms, if you look at uh, advertising, for example, mm. uh, you will see humor there. Yes. Of course, comedy sitcoms are there uh, in public speaking. In fact, uh, there is a saying. Uh, it says that you don't have to use humor uh, in public speaking unless you want to get paid. Uh, okay, so uh, and that tells you um, uh, the importance uh, of using humor in, in public speaking. So it is, as you said, this entertainment part. Uh, the, the entertaining speaker is very much sought after. Yes. Okay, because uh, you're not only uh, sharing knowledge, but you're also entertaining. Uh, your audience. Mm-hmm. At the same time, uh, humor helps them also retain that information that you pass exactly. to them. Because you may share a funny story and you have a point, okay? Mm-hmm. So people may not remember the, the, like the point right away if you don't use humor. But if you use it, uh, you use a funny story, 
okay, mm. and then tell your point. Uh, they will remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, you remember. I remember you that day you were speaking about that guy, you know, uh, jumping over a cliff. Or, so they remember the story, mm-hmm. and they remember the point. So that's one uh, of the uses of a humor is that yeah. you use it to uh, to come to a point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, humor is, is everywhere. Through humor, uh, have you uh, put across any any message or any kind of mission you had in your mind which you are trying to you know present it to the world? Actually, the speech I competed with um, in the U.S., mm-hmm. that, was, uh, that was in 2012. Okay. Uh, that was uh, a semifinal level. So if you go through the semifinal, being yeah. the number one in the semifinal, you go uh, in the top nine, World uh, I speakers. Think it's masterpiece. The masterpiece. Yeah. The masterpiece actually speaks about me, but passes a message mm. to the audience: is that you are a unique person. Yes. You are. You stand out. You don't want to like um, um, uh, replicate someone else. Yes. You don't want to repeat what someone else is doing, uh, uh, or or like um, follow their lines. Yeah. You've got to be you. You've got to be yourself. Yeah. In fact, that was the message in that speech. Mm. Be yourself. Okay. But there was a lot of humor in it. Mm. If you, um, if you listen to it, yes, yes. there was at least four or five, yes. uh, um, punchlines in there yes. or stories mm. where, uh, the audience really um, interacted and, and enjoyed uh, and enjoyed it. Uh, that gained me, uh, the, the, uh, the first runner up. Mm. I was only one place shy from, yeah. Uh, winning and, and qualifying to the, the top nine uh, in the world. But that was uh, quite an experience, quite an experience. Yeah. And I, that also taught me that with the humor, <laughs> you can you can get to a higher, uh, higher levels mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. So interestingly, uh, I was like trying to check the distinction between the wisdom and the humor. Have you tried uh, anything, you know, checking out on that? People with the wisdom are also, sometimes I find them very serious. <laughs> and people with the wisdom are humorous also. Yani. I think if you combine both, yeah. you will be uh, one of those um, highly sought after. Right. Uh, and I say this uh, because if you're wise and if you're telling people you know all the serious things maybe they're good mm. uh, they're good to to everyone you speak to okay but uh, for the people to stick with you for like 45 minutes or 1 hour mm. if you're not you know sharing some uh, nuggets yes. of 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 humor mm. people will, will 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 get bored you know even if you are one of the most uh, wisest persons uh, in the world, people will get bored. So, if you look around the world, the top-notch speakers in the world, mm-hmm. okay, they use humor extensively, and I can yes. name like uh, uh, John Maxwell, yes. um, Tony Robbins, yes. uh, um, Les Brown, okay, the, those those famous yes. uh, speakers. The humor is always there, yes. okay, uh, and you 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 will also see on TEDx. Yes. If you look at TEDx, TEDx has become also that that too place. has become a place where uh, people share sometimes very um, uh, intricate, very de- delicate information. Mm. Okay, but they make you laugh. You know, maybe they're talking about your brain, or they're talking about your, um, um, say, lungs, or yeah. uh, talking about anxiety, or talking about different topics. 
but humor becomes like a, a common mm-hmm. uh, ingredient yes. in, in their speeches. Maybe. And you will find those that have been like viewed maybe uh, more than yeah, 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 millions. You, you will find that those speakers were funny or they used some humor in there. Even if they have speak, spoke for one once maybe their their video will be like uh, viral. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. Because I think your masterpiece is one of the one of the well recognized speech people keep sharing. I think I think still it is shared by other channels also. It's really? Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, it's, I should go <laughs> watch it, it so just to increase the number. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever feel like this overcoming fear is you know built through abundance? Because you pointed out the character part, somebody who has changed in uh, in person, but do you think it will improve their abundance in life, Yani? This humor kind of thing. If he brings humor in his life and uh, overcomes the fear. Uh, you probably heard that um, famous saying, uh, laughter is the best medicine. Right. Uh, and I think uh, there is some uh, truth mm. uh, into it. In fact, uh, there was a guy by the name of uh, uh, Norman Cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, he was... Uh, he was, um, I think he was um, diagnosed with some kind of uh, cancer. Okay. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm not sure if he is uh, still alive anyway. Uh, he, he, he stopped going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. He stopped uh, taking medications. Really? What he did, that's, that's a story I think in, in a book. I don't recall what the book, I'll probably bring you the title later. Uh, he just sat there in the in the hospital room or in his home, watching funny videos. Okay, uh, that's all he did. Okay, okay, and laughing uh, his life out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that uh, uh, those doses of laughter mm-hmm. cured him, in fact, of his of his disease. Uh, so he he spoke a lot uh, on the use of of, of laughter to. Um, to help even with health, to help with the uh, treating. Mm. Uh, it's not like a, a panacea. I mean, it, it won't treat everything. But um, if you look at uh, depression and things like this, probably yes. humor can help with that. Yes. Okay? So uh, it is It is part, if you make it part of your life, mm. definitely, definitely your, your character will be um, more outgoing Mm. Uh, more influencing mm. than those who don't. Yes. Yeah. From your book, uh, is there anything which which really you know going to inspire anybody or which is going to help? It's it's mostly I think it's for the speakers. Actually, I say for speakers, but even if you pick this book yourself and just go through it, mm. uh, through all the stories in there, you will you will get some yeah. uh, cracks. Mm. You, you will laugh. Um, your life, uh, your life out. Okay, mm. because there are so many funny stories that I use in there. Yeah. But it is mostly for speakers, uh, and it, and I put it into um, some kind of tips. It is based mostly on my own experience through telling humor on the stage. Mm. Okay. So uh, whatever I remember, you know, when I started and how I improved from one speech to the other and all of that. How how did that uh, progress um, uh, happen, okay, because I employed uh, some techniques 
that helped me improve my humor even. Mm. Okay. The 2001 speech, uh, 2003 speech was much better than the 2001 speech. The 2008 speech was much better than the 2003 uh, speech. So this is, uh, I can say, even though they come in the form of tips, uh, but it's more like a treasure that condenses what humor is all about. Okay. And how you can make humor effective. How you can use it in your uh, speaking, in your presentation. Okay. Even, even in your daily life and even in your meeting, you know, you, you go to, um, corporate meetings. They're very dull. Okay. <laughs> and now uh, people yes. also use humor even in their meetings. You start your meeting instead of just jumping into, uh, the main uh, points of your, of your meetings. Yes. Just share a funny story. What happened to you on the way to work? Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell that story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, people will not just laugh at you. Uh, uh, they will not laugh at you, but they will laugh with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you break the ice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I know when I was in my, um, in the corporate world, I know some managers, they just come there, sit. Uh, you know, they, they come, everybody, uh, you know, comes to the meeting room ahead of them. Okay. So once they come, all the chats, all the laughter, everything, okay? It will just stop because they know that manager is not the kind of <laughs> managers who would uh, tell a funny story or even laugh much, okay? Mm-hmm. So he kills the laughter in the room, okay? Because, you know, before the boss comes, people are chatting and having fun and, you know, and, and laughing out. Uh, through their stories, telling uh, their friends, their colleagues what happened to them here and there yeah. and things like this. And they're laughing, okay. But if, if he's a serious boss, once he shows up, yeah, everybody keeps quiet. Yes. But if he is the other type, he would, he would probably join them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell me, tell me what's happening. What's, what's funny, okay? Exactly. So that, that's, that's, that's different. Yes. That's, that's also touches leadership, which is another. Yes. Uh, area uh, humor and leadership is also uh, a topic. Uh, so, so that's that's a topic humor in in teaching. By the way, mm. I, I remember exactly, um, yeah. doing in one of the conferences in Dubai. Uh, I did humor uh, in schools. Basically, uh, the the uh, the basic uh, uh, rules or concepts of humor are the same. Okay, mm-hmm. but you can use them differently. Whether you're teaching, whether you're leading, whether you're speaking. Okay, uh, you can also use them in, in customer service. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and you can say you can see uh, someone who is in the customer service business. He would probably sell you more if he's that funny guy. Yeah. He's always smiling, trying to make you laugh, trying to make you at ease when you come to buy something. Right. Okay. Uh, he he will be sell he will be selling more than uh, other people who don't. Okay, so there is a lot of uh, lots of nuggets in here, even for non non speakers. You can pick it up anywhere. Yeah, you don't have to go in sequence. You can uh, you can go anywhere and, and start. And, and would tell you also sometimes what to do, what not to do. Uh, this is good. This is not good. Uh, you know, uh, the do's and don'ts, okay? Mm-hmm. And it explains all of this through the use of some examples. Anybody can learn humor. Absolutely. And that's what I keep telling people when I do my humor workshops. Yes. And I, uh, at the beginning, I try to test them. I say, let's test your, your sense of humor. <laughs> okay, or your, yeah, your sense of humor. Um, has somebody told you um, that was funny? For example, mm-hmm. that's a check mark, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you 
laugh even while if you remember something, even if you're sitting in the toilets or something. Mm. Does that make you laugh? Okay, mm. that's a tick. You tick that. Okay, there are like four or five things I, I tell them to tick. Okay. And some of them would tick one or two or three. Mm-hmm. And I use that also as a point to break the ice at the beginning of any, um, uh-huh. of any speaking uh, business uh, if a humor is involved. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they will discover that, yes, the other day, for example, Muhammad told me, that was funny, Abdullah. That was really funny. So if somebody tells you that that was really funny, it means you can tell a humor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the trouble with people, especially the speakers, is, is breaking that barrier. Uh, into going uh, to the audience. Mm. Uh, I can sit with you one-on-one mm. and I will crack you up. Uh, even maybe in the elevator, I will tell you jokes and all of that. Mm. But if you tell me in front of a big audience, mm. go up there and speak and uh, and tell humor, yeah. Yeah. that's very difficult. Yes. And they would think, they would uh, like um, retreat and they would say, no, 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 I'm not funny. I'm not that funny guy, uh, uh, or I'm not naturally funny. You, you Abdullah, you're, you're naturally funny. And I always <laughs> tell them, that's not true. And I tell them the story I told you about yes. the guy who was reading his jokes in his mobile. Mm. Okay. So I keep telling that story every time I give humor mm. uh, workshops because I know for sure that humor is learned. When you come to this world, you know, you don't come laughing, right? Yes. I think somebody spanks you, <laughs> okay, and you cry, yes. <laughs> okay. But then you learn, you learn to laugh, you learn to smile, okay. It depends on where you grow up also, okay. True. Uh, so uh, all these things we learn as we go uh, through life. And if you are one of the sp- uh, speaker, you can also learn how to be uh, funny on the stage. Mm. And it helps you a lot in your public speaking. Because storytelling itself is a challenge, <laughs> No, it is mostly very very few are into storytelling firstly and humor is uh, yeah more than storytelling yeah uh, storytelling uh, telling is also a skill yes uh, combining it with uh, humor. humor is even more skillful right okay uh, and you can see uh, uh, they tell you things like uh, uh, follow the tribe okay mm. uh, there are people who are tribal and in, in their in their uh, business, in their speaking, they have they have a, a body of, fa- of fans or uh, or some kind of a tribe. Mm, okay, mm. if you're funny, you will have that kind of a tribe. Yes, uh, or fans surrounding you. Right. Yes. So before I get into rapid fire questions, which is very simple, you'll enjoy it. But uh, I wanted to know, like, how you are, uh, you know, uh, pursuing your work. How are you managing everything? Especially, I saw you are into fitness more these days. Yes. Is, is it something recently you got it or you got it with your yeah. discipline to, throughout your life? No. Uh, I've been athletic throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I played competitive soccer for uh, many years. Mm-hmm. I think until, um, at least, at least uh, I played uh, competitive soccer maybe for 20 years. Oh. At least. Okay. Uh, and then I continued to play, but not in competitions and all of that. So uh, that, that did not stop. Uh, with uh, with soccer. So uh, once I let go of uh, of soccer, by the way, I still play soccer. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Then I continued uh, doing uh, jogging, going to the gym, yeah. uh, sometimes swims, basketball, and mm-hmm. things like these. Mm-hmm. And now I'm into running. Yeah, I'm picking this up. Maybe I'm not sure if it's late, but I'm picking this up, and I just. Uh, um, 
joined the um, the half marathon in Khobar, but I did not the, do the, the, the half marathon. I did the 8K. Okay. The 8K. And it was a challenge for me because I could only do 4 or 5K mm-hmm. uh, struggling. Mm-hmm. So I prepared myself for like three weeks mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to do the 8K, mm-hmm. uh, which I did. Oh, uh, that so. was, uh, I think, last um, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Not this Saturday, the Saturday before, I believe. So that also gave me some kind of a push mm-hmm. to do the half marathon. Mm-hmm. In fact, there will be one in Riyadh in March, mm-hmm. and I'm gearing, I'm trying to gear up to do a 21K plus, that's a half marathon. Wow. In fact, there will also be a full marathon, I believe, but there is also a half marathon. I don't think I can stretch myself to 42K <laughs> in three months. Uh, that takes Five all, times, yeah. That takes a lot of time uh, and practice. But... Um, uh, my goal now is to prep, uh, prepare for the half marathon. That's twenty-one point eight uh, k. So yeah, I, I've been I've been athletic uh, throughout my life, uh, and people um, wonder why I'm skinny. Uh, why I'm skinny? Huh? But <laughs> there is truth uh, about me. I haven't stopped uh, exercising maybe throughout my life, unless I have an injury or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mashallah, mashallah. Yep. So coming to the rapid fire questions, because I think I have tried my best to really uh, see which I wanted to know uh, how you got into humor and how you got into speaking and training and also keeping yourself fit and managing all the roles in your life, which is interesting. And by, by the way, um, I'm also doing this, not just for me, yes, because I want people also to to learn from the experience exactly. that you're, not, you're never too old for, for anything. Yes. Okay. You, 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 can, you can stretch yourself by practicing, by growing yourself. You right. can continue to grow yourself throughout your life. Right. Okay. If, if you want. Right. Okay. If that is a goal, if that is a purpose, then you will pursue it. Rapid fire questions are just like, you know, you have to answer it in two to three words or maximum five words. You know, very short and concise, which I think as a speaker, I'm sure you will try your best, mm-hmm. which, which is like a challenge for sure. And uh, uh, sometimes I ask questions completely like a full question, or sometimes I ask like a word, you have to just complete the word. Okay. Another word. You know that uh, uh, it is very challenging for a speaker to speak three, four words. <laughs> because <laughs> it, takes, it takes him like two, three minutes to warm up. Explain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do you want uh, yourself to be remembered? A great speaker who helped people. What are you most grateful for in your life? My parents. Mm-hmm. How long does it take for you to, you know, really, you know, get back when you get angry? Not very long. Mm. Probably a day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how about uh, trusting people? How, how much time do you take to trust someone? Uh, I trust people quickly when I see the signs. Is there anything annoys you which uh, makes you like stay for uh, stay angry for a whole day? Yeah, stupid drivers. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite thing about uh, your one of your family members? Uh, I would say um, maybe your wife. Do I have a choice? <laughs> <laughs> If you have more than one wife? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Actually, she's she's a person who stood who stood behind me throughout uh, the years. She's been very patient with me. Mm. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, and I know you just said a few words, yes. but but she's been there with me uh, and she supported me all the way. Uh, I would not have maybe reached where I reached if it was not for her patience. Mm. Especially sometimes I travel and yeah. go and speak here and speak there. She was yes. very helpful. She is very helpful still. Uh, how many books have you read last year or this year, and uh, which is the book which is that book which has had uh, you had a profound effect on you and uh, you really recommend others is this two three words yes or i can make it like two questions like <laughs> how many books did you read first and then which was the book uh, which you want to recommend anybody uh, i probably read 10 books maybe in last year mm. uh, but the book uh, that i really liked is blink mm. for malcolm gladwell Okay, how about any technology? How do you see the technology, future technology? Uh, any, what is the future of that technology? Do you think it's in the positive way or it's, a, it's going to be in a negative way? It depends how you look at it, yeah. how you use it. Mm. Even social media can be positive also. And it can be negative. <laughs> yes. Can you describe yourself in three words? Humble, skinny and wise. <laughs> What comes to your mind when I say happiness? Laughter. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, uh, uh, leader or follower? Say that again. If I ask you to choose one of them, leader or follower? Leader. Certification or experience? Experience comes first. Bahrain or uh, Saudi? That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Saudi. Okay. Uh, two things you would like to change, see the change in yourself. Two things. Less proc uh, procrastination. Um, I think that's about it. Two things you said. <laughs> Patience. Mm. I think I need more of that. I, I think everyone, everyone getting old. It's beautiful. Mm. If I can, if I can elaborate a little yes. uh, bit on this, uh, people always look at age as you are fifty or you are sixty or you are. Yes. They, they look at that number. Numbers. You know? yeah. To me, it doesn't work that way. Mm. It it works. Uh, age is what you make it. Yeah. That's what that's what it is. What makes you feel alive? Helping people. So, uh, finally, how was this interview for you today? Very exciting. Very oh. exciting. Very challenging. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. Yes. Especially the last part, which I, as a speaker, it's very tough to <laughs> say only two, three words. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sure. I also, I, I, I'm glad that I met you and discussed about your process and thought process and the work which you have done. Uh, it's incredible, Yanni. You have put some thoughts on making me think about humor. Really seriously, I think I can include humor more into the storytelling and learn storytelling first. So thank you so much for joining me. And uh, you're most welcome. This book is yours. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. sign it for you. Thank you so much. Okay. I got a signed-in book from Avandi. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much, and make sure you uh, sh share these videos with uh, your friends and family because this is somewhere maybe you will get an idea like how to discover yourself by speaking area. You know, speaking is something which has been very difficult for me personally. When I was into teenager, I, I would say I was maybe stammering. If I get a chance to start, talk in front of audience, I would be like, 
man i would just si- stay silent for 5 minutes 5 to 10 minutes but there was an environment which has helped me come up and today i'm taking uh, doing the podcast and i'm 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 like i'm i'm feeling grateful for someone like you who is talking about it oh. uh, I, i hope everyone really takes it seriously and maybe you have to share it thank you so much and keep watching see you in next episode assalamu alaikum thank you so much captain abandi you must really enjoy it's my pleasure um, also to know a person like you Yeah, yeah it's a pleasure having you in Bahrain nice. and